Welcome to Small Bites, the weekly equity podcast for busy people, where you'll get strategies in five minutes at 5 a.m. to help you become a more culturally literate, responsive, and culturally responsible educator. Join me throughout the week at Hedrick or at Hedrick Nichols on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. See you Mondays at 5 a.m. Hello and welcome back to Small Bites. This is Hedrick Nichols and I'm so glad that you keep coming back each week to listen, to learn, and to take those things that you learn back to your classes and campuses. So I know that I promised that I would give you five strategies for back to school this week, but what I've gotten in the meantime is some of my listeners asking about the article I wrote for Edutopia and for some clarification or some direction. So if you don't mind, I'll get to those five strategies in a little bit. And this week, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about Hispanic Heritage Heritage Month. Now, here's the deal. I'm not a big fan of months. I believe that the Hispanic influence in our country, the Latinx influence in our country is far reaching and it should not be contained in one particular month. It, uh, same as black history, same as indigenous people's history, I don't believe in months. However, since that's kind of how we've begun to embrace diversity on our campuses and well, within our, our, our communities, I'd like to read something to you. We say Latinx Heritage Month or we say um, Hispanic Heritage Month as though that's one group of people. When you talk about Black History Month, you generally mean black Americans whose uh, origin started with the enslavement experience. Hispanic heritage is different. It's not that homogenous. Let me read a paragraph. Hispanic people might speak Spanish as spoken in Colombia, Mexico, Puerto Rico, Cuba, El Salvador, Guatemala, Dominican Republic, or they might not speak Spanish at all. They might speak Portuguese as in Brazil, or perhaps people descended from Spanish and Portuguese speakers, but now only speak English either by choice or because of the pressure their parents felt not so long ago before being openly bilingual was recognized as the perquisite that it is today. Who are the people described by these monolithic terms that we celebrate during Hispanic Heritage Month? So one thing I am really encouraging everyone to do is to look further than Hispanic or Latinx and look and see what does that mean? What, you know, what happens in Puerto Rico? What are their national holidays? Last week was the most Mexican Independence Day. But what about Colombia or Cuba or El Salvador? Uh, what about Guatemala? One thing that's called quesadilla in one country is not even a quesadilla in another. And I mean, you know, as a black American, I don't, uh, I'm not, I'm not speaking to this from inside the culture, but I, I'm a foodie. And I just found that out recently. So, what do you know about the different kinds of music? How do people look? For example, the Dominican Republic, people there, they look like me. And people in Mexico, some of them look like me. Um, people in Brazil, a lot of them look like me. Puerto Rico as well. El Salvador, Guatemala, I don't know because I still have so much to learn. So when you talk about these diverse cultures, don't think of it as a group of people. 
Ask your kids where they're from. I was lucky to teach on a campus with a diverse Hispanic population and um, a, a proud group of kids who taught me a lot about El Salvador. They taught me a lot about Mexico. They taught me a lot about the music, the traditions. And so as you go through this month, don't think of a group, think of the groups and have your students do some research. Again, Colombia, Mexico, Puerto Rico, Cuba, El Salvador, Guatemala, Dominican Republic, Brazil. Find out what happens in those cultures. What are their national days? What are their traditions? What things are unique to the cultures and what things do they share because just like people who speak English in Scotland and Ireland and Australia and New Zealand and America and Jamaica we all share things we have things in common but we also have things that are different so celebrate those diverse diversities as you look into Hispanic heritage. One great way to celebrate the Hispanic Heritage Month is, and to, to celebrate the diversity of it, is to choose songs from different Hispanic cultures. Spotify is a great place to look. YouTube is a great place to look. And have your students complete uh, artist bios. Have them look at different types of instruments and how they're built. Have them look at the different kinds of genres and history behind those even looking at dance and have the kids look explore through music i find that especially if you are in a um reluctant to explore kind of a, co a school community it's really great to explore through food and through music those are places where we all find ourselves touched and so enjoy those times and i hope that you will learn a lot in lieu of my own blog this week, I'm going to actually post the tips and resources for celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month from Edutopia that I wrote last week. And you can look at all of the great ideas and tips and hopefully you'll be able to enjoy, enjoy them with your classroom. All right, thank you again. Remember, Hispanic, Latinx, those are not monoliths. Celebrate the diversity of the diversity. Thanks for listening. This has been Hedrick Nichols for Small Bites. Like, subscribe, follow, leave a great review, and check the show notes and hedrick.com for more resources. See you next week on Small Bites.